Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica Patterson, your host, and I'm exploring the correlation between mental illness and mental brilliance. Is there a relationship there? Do you find that most of the people who are considered brilliant exhibit mental illness symptoms as well I do and I like sharing examples about them because it encourages me because I've been told that I'm mentally ill and I feel mentally ill a lot of the times and I've also been told that I am brilliant and I feel brilliant most of the time so I just want to encourage anyone else out there who feels that they're a little bit different they're a little bit off or who've been labeled who has been labeled as different or mentally ill this is not the end of the road for you you'll be fine decide what you want to be brilliant at and go for it it's a sign today i want to talk about one of my favorite people in history who has inspired me and allowed me to think outside the box as far as what i want to contribute to this world her name is harriet tubman And if you know her from history, you'll know that she was a famous former slave who orchestrated what became known as the Underground Railroad. The Underground Railroad was a series of passages and a route that she led slaves at the time through so that they can escape to free states where they would become free free men and women in this country because during this time people in this country actually believed that it was ethically okay to own another human being and it was legally okay to own another human being and human beings actually believed in it too because that's what they were taught so how was Harriet Tubman on my list of mentally ill but mentally brilliant well I'm gonna give it to her because at a young age she was struck by a heavy weight a cast iron in the head and after that she began to see visions and have dreams and from these visions and dreams she was inspired to do the heroic things that she did according to reports and stories that I've read so because of that people would kind of look at her strange because she's describing where she wants to go she's organizing all of these um, these journeys and she's a mere five foot woman who has managed to escape and find her own freedom and establish it But instead of just staying there and enjoying her own life, she went back to get others. Now, this is where I find her to be absolutely fascinating. Because how can you convince people who are taught that their place in life is slavery, is to be enslaved, that there's an entirely different life that they could live, but they have to risk their lives in order to get there? How do you do that? How could someone come up to me and say, you know, you're an American. But if 
you move to Canada, you'll be the richest woman alive, whatever they could describe. Why would I believe them and why would I follow them? When all I know is what I have established here and it's fine with me. And I'll have to risk my life to get to Canada? To something I know nothing about? How could she convince them to risk their lives to go after a concept that they, they didn't know if it would be beneficial to them or if they would even make it out the other side? She must have had some kind of strong energy, warmth, her ability to communicate the importance of freedom, ability to show them through words alone that the risk was would be worth it. That's a superpower. Because these days, most people can't convince me of anything. I'm not listening to you. Why should I listen to you? I don't care what you think. And not only that, but she risked her own life over and over again to get more people to her vision of freedom. When they would not have taken that journey alone, they could not have taken that journey alone. And she was some kind of woman to make them understand that what's on the other side of this journey is far better than anything that you can experience here. You'll have your freedom. And these people, these slaves, they had no concept of what freedom could be. Maybe in their mind, they they molded over. But it wasn't a part of their lifestyle. It wasn't a part of their immediate visions for their lives. They had already accepted their place in life. But she was disruptive because she knew the beauty of what freedom held. And she managed to use her skills, her special abilities, her superpowers to convince them. And not only to convince them and leave them on their own, but to convince them and hold their hand along the way. That is truly a hero. Because many people can talk their talk, get you to buy their book, tell you you can change your life. But when it comes down to it, are they going to hold your hand the entire way? And you know that you're following a woman who has gone through this journey already. And come on out the other side. And she came back for you. She's proven herself. I think she's amazing. And whatever vision she saw. Whatever lights and colors she saw. Whatever it is that caused the writers of her biographies to believe. That she had a mental health issue. I'm glad they recorded that part. Because it proved to me that even with limitations, you can still change a country. Her work influenced generations. And I'm so proud that she's one of the top five people that has actually been influential in my life to let me know 
that if I have a vision and I think it's grand, I know that people will benefit from getting there and achieving that same vision. That is my duty, not only to tell them about it, but to hold their hand in the process. Allow me to hold your hand. Allow me to express to you that just because you think differently, just because you become a little nervous, just because you don't process things in a way that everybody is telling you that you should process them, that you think something is terribly wrong with you. On the other side of that difference is the difference that you can make in this world if you decide that this limitation or what other people are calling a limitation will not limit you. Thank you, Harriet Tubman, for giving me a new vision for my life and the push I needed to try And when nobody believed in me. Nobody gave me credibility, but I still am following the vision anyway because of you. Thank you. Mentally ill or mentally brilliant? I think you know the answer. You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon.